When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to God, Goals, and Girl Talk, where we discuss living in the culture while living for the kingdom. Join in as we discuss how God's word applies to our lives in relationships, careers, and fulfilling our purpose. Girl, let's talk. Here's your host, Sharla Walker. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of God, Goals, and Girl Talk. I am so excited to continue our series, Smoke and Mirrors, and we have some very exciting things going on in the God, Goals, and Girl Talk world. So we have a brand new look and a brand new release date. So this is now coming out on Saturday, and all of our shows going forward will come out on Saturday. So this just kind of allows for us to have our girl time after a long week of like praying and slaying. Okay, so Saturdays are for us. Um, tickets are also now available for our movie night that will be going down um, May 16th. We'll be watching War Room. It is a free event. The link will be in the show notes. So please just take a minute um, to um, get your ticket, get in. There's going to be giveaways. It's going to be a great time. Um, we also want you to take a minute to do our podcast survey. Um, when you complete it, you'll get a free digital gift for your time, and it'll just help us make the show better. So it's not a very long survey. It doesn't take very long at all, and then you get a free gift. So um, also, if you're wanting to learn more about Hearts Over Habits, which is the sponsor for our, or the sponsor company for our um, podcast, God Goals and Girl Talk, and how you can become a part, um, we will be hosting virtual open houses in the upcoming weeks. So look out for more information on that. And, you know, I want to hear from y'all. So if there is something that, like, hits your spirit, make sure that you tag me in your Instagram stories at Hearts Over Habits Tampa. Um, I am very responsive and I love just like finding out the revelation and quotes and feedback that people um, get, you know, get and get from the show. I absolutely love it. So let's hop in. So we're going to do a little bit of a recap. Um, So last week we started um, our series Smoke and Mirrors, right? So we are exposing the tricks, schemes, the walls of the devil um, in this season to be better prepared for the next. So the Bible clearly states that we are always in spiritual warfare, right? In Ephesians 6. And so many of us are in a war and we are unaware, underprepared, and under attack. So last week we talked about the four different tactics that were used by Satan um, in scripture. And so that was challenging God's word, challenging our identity, twisting scripture and offering tempting alternatives to obedience so y'all know last week we went in I mean all the way in um on challenging God's word and how the devil tries to challenge our identity so if you missed last week's episode honey go back check it out um I gave y'all a little bit of homework about identifying whatever habits areas people and relationships um 
that you may have in your life that may be a ploy or a scheme of the devil. And so I pray that that assignment really gave you the opportunity to reflect and shed light on some places where, you know, the devil has been wearing you out, sis. Okay, so I really hope that y'all took advantage of that. If you have not, go back and listen. Share with a friend. Make sure that you, you know, you're sharing and you're talking to people around you because you want to arm your sisters, right? So this week we are going to be discussing twisting scripture, okay? Y'all hold y'all edges because we are going to continue to get down to business every week during this series. And originally we were going to be discussing twisting scripture as well as um, the alternative, like the tempting alternatives to obedience. But in my study time, I just felt like there was so much that I do not want to rush through um God's word and what we were, you know, what we're doing. This is not the time to be rushing. We're not in a race. Like we are preparing for war. And so we need to be, you know, as accurate and intent and, and, you know, as precise as possible and trying to cram a lesson that is really a lifelong lesson into you know, my time frame, God was like, no, like, we're going to talk about twisting scriptures this week, because honestly, it is a big stinking deal. And then we'll talk about next week, um, offering twist, you know, alternatives to obedience, because y'all know how I feel about obedience. And what God thinks about obedience, like, obedience is the best, like it, that's above all obedience over everything in these streets. Okay. So we are going to take a quick break and then we're going to come back and we are going to hop right into twisting scripture. Y'all get y'all pens and papers. Okay. Be ready. Hey guys, it's your girl, Charlotte Walker, the host of God Goals and Girl Talk. I am here to talk to you today about starting your own podcast. If you want to start your own podcast, I'm going to share my podcasting secrets with you. I use a program called Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it is the easiest way for you to make a podcast. First off, it is free 99, costs you no money at all. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will then distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple, Google Play, Stitcher, and many more platforms. You can make money with your podcast, getting your coins with no minimum listenership. It is everything that you need to make a podcast in one place. So if you are wanting to do something new in 2020, you want your voice to be heard, you want to start a podcast, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Now let's get back to the show. Okay, guys, so we are back and we are going to be talking about the twisting of scripture. So in Luke 4 last week, we discussed how um, Jesus was in the wilderness being tempted by the devil. And throughout this exchange, we saw several times where the devil tried to challenge Jesus's identity. However, because Jesus is Lord, okay, and he is great and mighty, he was able to defeat every challenge presented to him. Um, by using God's word. And so it is so important 
um, that we are able to do the same. And I think that it's important to also know in that same scripture, in that same passage, that Satan was also trying to use his own version of scripture. And so this week, we're going to explore that. And there's just a lot of other little things that I wanted to, you know, kind of discuss. And that's I'm like, we can't rush this um, because it is... It's so important to to get the little things. They seem little, but they're really, really big. Um, And to have this down pat. So when you get into situations um, like one that I had last week, you are able to demonstrate the spirit, right? Because the Bible tells us that out of your heart, the mouth speaks. But if the only thing that's in your heart is cry mob, knock if you buck, or um, Meg the Stallion, you a savage, that is not going to get you far. Okay? Okay. <laughs> so it is so important um, just to note that the devil knows scripture, child. He will try to use it, but he will manipulate it. Um, and I had, like I said, I had a, a opportunity this week where, or it was last week, this week I was at home on telehealth. Praise God. Um, but the medical assistant that I was working with was just cutting up. Um, and it got really bad and I had to have a talk with myself and with the Holy Spirit. I called my husband and was like, I need you to pray because my nerves are shot and I don't, I woo, pray for your girl. Okay. And it was crazy and it wasn't crazy. It really was a test. Um, because the same medical assistant, I had been working with her just, you know, God had really put it on my heart to speak with her. Um, I really try to make sure I have an open door policy, you know, as long as your work is done, if you need to talk to me, I'm always here to, you know, give advice and to listen and just, that's just who I am. So they, they all, somebody always finds their way way into my office, uh, with us, (laughs) you know, with me giving life advice. Um, And so I had actually earlier in the week just said, she told me, you know, she used to be in a church and then um, her pastor had, um, had, he murdered his family and it, she was done. She was done with church. And so, but over these months of us working together intermittently, so it's not somebody I work with every day, um, you know, she just loved, like, she's like, I just love working with you though. And she knows I always have my, she's like, girl, you always got your worship music on? Like, girl, you still got worship music on? Yes, honey, nine through five. And then after that too. Um, and she, you know, I had challenged her. I said, look, a lot of the information that you come to get from me, I get from the word. And so you cannot allow, you know, one man's actions, which they were horrendous and heinous. And so I get it, but you cannot allow that to rob you of a relationship from the father. God did not do that. And that had kind of been my message, kind of been my message. And then I told her, I said, look, here are some pastors. You give it a month. What do you have to lose? Right. And so she was like, okay, I'm gonna take you up on your challenge. And she started watching these sermons. And so throughout the week, she she was like, I like she loves it. She's like, this is so good. It's so practical. And, you know, she's not quite to where like, oh, God is doing the work. But I know that God is doing the work. Right. But then close to the end of the week, sis was cutting up. Okay. 
and I had to intervene and she was like cussing and fussing and she just was it was just not a great day for everybody um and long story short I had the opportunity to I needed to address it right because I'm in charge I'm the medical provider you're not going to be in here acting like this but I was so triggered in my flesh that BC Charlotte before Christ was a get like sus let me tell you something like it it could have been bad and so I really had to have a conversation with God I was like God please come get your daughter me and her <laughs> and you know God really showed me that I needed to finish doing what I was doing I was talking to a parent and I was like annoyed because there were patients in the office and you're in here cutting up like this. I can hear you. You're loud. Like there were just so many levels of disrespect I felt like. And I was so annoyed when my flesh was like, girl, let me, we got to check her. That's what my flesh said, right? Um, but I knew I had to address it. And so I ended up calling my husband. I said, I need you to pray for me right now. And so he did. And um, I was able to finish the visit with the mom and apologize to her because what the what what. And then I went and talked to a homegirl and I just was like, look, you cannot be doing, you know, like I, I did it, but I did it without raising my voice. I did it without cussing. <laughs> I did it without, you know, I just did it. It was firm. It was confrontation in love. And even though it wasn't a pleasant situation, I was able to deal with it. I did send an email to our manager just was like this is what happened today like this is unacceptable because you cussing in front of patients and it was insane um but I was so proud of myself for not responding with my feelings and my emotions not acting outside of my flesh not um you know allowing the devil to take this opportunity to ruin the witness that I had been trying to you know, those seeds that I had been planting. And later, you know, God had just showed me the next day when I came in, um, she wasn't working with me the following day. But when I um, came in, she had left a note on my desk apologizing. And it really just showed to me just God's goodness. Um, and, it, you know, God just kind of showed me like, this is why you had to take, you had to take what felt like an L to your flesh and not cut all the way up because I'm doing a work in her and you would like I would have ruined that witness I had an opportunity you know to to really show who I I was that I'm I'm all for Jesus and I'm walking uprightly even when it does not feel good it's all well and good you can love and bless everybody good morning hallelujah let me pray for you when things are great but when the situation is not great when you get squeezed when you get pressed that is the moment where you find out what's about to flow out of your heart is it the lyrics to crime mob nuck if you buck because that used to be me <laughs> pre-jesus <laughs> That used to be me, child. But are are you going to be able to to show your own growth? I showed myself something. One, I I don't. If by the time I'm confronting you, I'm really really mad, and so that's not good either. Um, but I was able to do this, deal with it, and then I did send a follow up email to her manager and said, you know, 
I want you to know that she did, you know, she owned it. Like, I appreciated that. Like, you messed up, you owned it, and let's do better. Um, and so grace and love and all of that. And that sounds really great and easy when it's your friend and you're extending grace and love or when it's a, you know, when it's a situation and it didn't happen to you and you're telling somebody else to extend grace and love. It's different, child, when you in the heat, in the heat of the moment. Okay? Who challenge? So... It is just so important to know that you are constantly going to have to grow, that you need to you need to know the word, not only because Satan will twist it, but you need to have it in your heart. Um, Todd Delaney, he is he has a um an album, it's called Back to the Book, and he's reading scripture. And when I tell you that Proverbs they write this on the tablet of your heart that is my jam <laughs> okay but you have to live it like it's great um it's great to sing and worship but i have to walk that out okay i, didn't, I had to let mercy and truth not forsake me <laughs> okay i had to really be out here and it is just it just goes to show that we're all still growing like i can sit on here and hop on this podcast and talk to y'all every week but know that like I still get tempted because in the back of my head my flesh just a little bit was like and we knocking and bucking <laughs> and ready to fight <laughs> it never goes away but the power of the Holy Spirit just allows you to be able to put your flesh back in check right like I heard the little like you know y'all know if y'all listen to crime mom I, I come on now Come on. All right. I'm pulling it back together. All right. So we are going to read, uh, be reading from Luke 4 in the New Living Translation, verses 9 through 13. And in this, the devil is tempting Jesus to jump off, to jump off of the highest point of the temple. And so we're going to read this exchange and there's just so much to unpack. So just know that I'm going to be coming from all different angles with this and this is why this is all one episode and the next week is going to be its own episode because there's so much in this for us to learn and pick up and to um, you know like to glean from Jesus in this situation even though he's not directly talking I feel like he um, like you know not giving a sermon where he's giving instructions in his actions he's our example and so if you want to know what to do when you get tempted by the devil you look and see what Jesus did right so it says then the devil took him to jerusalem to the highest point of the temple and he said if you are the son of god jump off for the scriptures say this is the devil talking for the scriptures say he will order his angels to protect and guard you and they will hold you up with their hands so you won't even hurt your foot on a stone jesus responded the scriptures also say you must not test the Lord your God. When the devil had finished tempting Jesus, he left him until the next opportunity came. Hold up. <laughs> this lets you know that the devil is constantly looking for opportunities to come for you. If he was looking for the next opportunity to come after Jesus, who is our Lord and Savior, what is the likelihood that that's also going to be your life experience? I just want you to know that, hi. It's a high likelihood that that's going to be your experience. Okay? The devil knows scripture, child. The devil knows scripture. And you have to forget, 
you have to remember, I mean, and not forget that he was an angel. He is well aware and very well educated in the word. And he knows how to use it to his advantage. The enemy knows your playbook. Okay. How many believers have to admit though, that the devil might know more about God than we do? Because because like we just be out here how does the like how does your opponent know more about the handbook and how does he know the plays better than you sis he on the other team you have to get in your word you have to get in position to win okay like how sway does he know the, the bible better than you child okay i'm gonna leave you that I'm gonna leave it right there. If you, if that is your conviction, and if, and I don't mean just oh I read and I can I can tell you where scriptures are because I'm gonna be honest with you guys. I know a lot of concepts, but I have not yet gotten to where I can repeat like oh I know this scripture is here here and here, but I know the word. Do you see what I'm saying? Like I know that the Bible tells me that um, faith without works is dead. It, even though I may not be able to say, oh, it's th right here on this page and that. No, if you only know the words and you have no revelation of the meaning, you just out here still. You have to know context. I study the word and I am getting better at, like I know a lot of scriptures, but I don't, I don't know. Like I ain't never read laminations. I've never read it. I haven't gotten there yet, okay? But I know all the concepts in Exodus because I've studied the book of Exodus. And I may not know every single, you know, every single scripture, but I know the concepts. I know I've learned the character of God through my study. So don't feel like, you know, because you can, you know, Hebrews 11 once, it's faith without, okay, okay, so that's cute. But where are you applying that to? Right? And this also means that, you know, the fact that the devil knows scripture, it means that you have to become really good at testing spirits, even if you met them at church. Okay. Demons go to church, sis. I just want you to know that that's how they're able to cause confusion and discord and church hurt. And they come within the body and attempt to destroy it from the inside out. So demons come to church. Don't get it twisted <laughs> okay like demons be out here going to church child don't feel like they don't because they do absolutely and so just because you met him at church or her at church or whoever whether it be a friend or a guy you can still be unequally yoked you still need to seek God you still need to discern spirits you need to discern spirits about your pastors you need to discern spirits about who you allow to pray for you and to touch you you need to be in relationship with God and be sensitive to his Holy Spirit and read the word for yourself because the devil has people out here in positions that you think that it's safe and good but you don't know because you aren't reading the handbook but then sad because the devil is going upside your head I told y'all to hold y'all edges so that's that's that okay all right so in this scripture the devil was referring to Psalms 91 um, 11 through 12 and in Psalms 91 11 through 12 it says for he will order his angels to protect you wherever you go 
they will hold you up with their hands so you won't even hurt your foot on a stone. So verbatim, he knew the scripture. However, it is also vital that when you quote a scripture, you do your own context, your own context search. You read all of it because if you don't know the concept in the context, sis, you have to pick up your Bible and study it. Like I said, it is not merely about reading. I had to come to understand that reading the Bible, like on my own, like, let me, you know, this is my I Ride for Jesus checklist. Like, it's cool to do that. It's cool to get the, you know, the Bible app and read scripture in the morning and do a five minute devotional. That's not bad. But you also need to study like the same way I study um, medicines and policies and research for my practice as a nurse practitioner. I study the word. I understand the concepts. I may not know every single solitary medication off the top of my head, but I know enough to go, hey, for this type of disease process, I know this class of medications will work. It, you know what I'm saying? So it's not about you knowing every intricate detail, but you have to study. You have to study. You have to study the devil's study you he know what you like he know what you don't like he know what buttons to press he studies you all the time that's why you end up with the same little raggedy boy with a different face it's the same spirit because he studied you he knows what you like he's coming to wile you right to fascinate to charm you and to kill you and he knows what to, what package to send it in he study you you better get in your word and study you better fight for your life, girl. So here's what the full context of Psalms 91 is. It's discussing about finding refuge or safety in abiding in God. So Psalms 91, 9 through 13, um, I'm going to read all of it. It says, if you make the Lord your refuge... If you make the most high your shelter, no evil will conquer you. No plague will come near your home for he will order his angels to protect you wherever you go. They will hold you up with their hands so you won't even hurt your foot on a stone. You will trample upon lions and cobras. You will crush fierce lions and serpents under your feet. So there's so much to unpack now that you know the context we're gonna take a quick break and we'll come back and get back into it check god's resume is a personal reflection journal that challenges you to build god's resume in your life do you often feel like signs and wonders do not occur in your life are you feeling like you're in an impossible season Sis, no, it is time for you to check God's resume. His goodness and his miracles are all over your life. He has been doing this. I had such an amazing time developing this journal and God reminded me of so many times where he has kept me. And if you are looking for a great tool to improve your posture of gratitude and just to learn more about the character of God, this journal is for you. It's available on Amazon and it makes for a great gift and it's great for a Bible group study tool too. Now, I want you to get this journal. Like I said, it is phenomenal. It's over 200 pages. There's guided study. Um, you learn about the different names and character of God and you literally go through and build his resume from his personal information 
all the way down to his accolades and awards just like you would build your own resume it is so cool it's so fun and God just really reminded me of all of the crazy situations that I found myself in where he had his hand on my life y'all he been out here saving us okay get the journal get in a position and a posture of gratitude i pray that it blesses you you need to get it now let's get back to the show of the God Goals and Girl Talk podcast is brought to you by Hearts Over Habits, Inc. Hearts Over Habits is a 501c3 nonprofit organization aimed to provide mentoring and life skills to young women ages 14 to 24. Our program is designed to educate and empower young women to fulfill their God-given purpose in life. We have a community, online academy, and evidence-based mentoring to ensure that our participants are provided with the foundation necessary to succeed in today's society. If you are interested in enrolling or becoming a participant, please visit our website at www.heartsoverhabits.org. Now let's get back to the show. All right, y'all, so we are back. So we were talking about Psalms 91. We know that the devil quoted the scripture. Then we just read the full context of the scripture for ourselves. Now let's talk about this a little bit. So the devil was attempted to have Jesus act outside of his holy character to appease his flesh and to quite frankly to like impress or approve himself to the devil as if Jesus had something to prove to him, which kind of had me triggered. But this also shows us three very big things. Um, in this, in comparing and then now understanding the full context, here's three things that I picked from it. It is so important to have an understanding of the word. And I know that I have been talking about that, but honestly, that's how important it is. Like it is so heavy for you to have revelation and to understand because if not, anybody could just come and say anything to you and it leaves you vulnerable. So you have to really spend time with God to receive that, that insight and that revelation, right? Like you cannot live off of the revelation provided to you by others. Like what your grandmama said, the scripture say, no, 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 no. Like what did God tell you? You cannot, you know, continue to to do that. God has something that he wants to say to you personally and studying your word and being a disciple of Christ only begins at church. It only begins there because a lot of us, what we do is we go to church on Sunday and then after that, we don't open our Bible again. And I'm not talking about five minutes on the Bible app. I mean, like you do not sit down and open your Bible again. And so to me, it's like you would not only eat once a week in the physical because you would be malnourished. We are walking around spiritually starved and then wondering why you feel why you feel so run down, why you're anxious, why you're depressed. Yes, like that yes, what did, what do you think would happen if you are if you're if you're starved, right? Like like you work out, you drink your water, you eat your kale, like your air, your edges, like they're out here, they are on fleek, but your spirit is starved. How sway? No, ma'am. 
No. Yeah, your edges are, are full and healthy, but your spirit is not. Your priorities are wrong. Your priorities are wrong. There is a balance. You cannot, the Bible tells us he wants us to prosper just as our soul prospers. That's cool. You got abs, but your spirit is toe up. You'll get up at 4 a.m. to go to the gym, but you won't get up at 4 a.m. to get on your face before God. Come on, sis. We got to do better. Me included. Every time I pray, I just tell God, like, I thank you for being consistent even when I'm not. Because it's it's always a work in progress. I love to spend time with God. All I would sit in my prayer closet all day, every day. So there's balance. I know I cannot do that, but I, I do. I wake up at 4.30 during the week to have my quiet time with God before work. Because I know I got to leave the house by 6 something. And so I'm not rushed. I get up at 4.30. Is it cute all the time? Nope. <laughs> but I do it because I need to abide in him. I need, and I, I need that. And you can tell when I miss a day, child, my husband's like, you must have not <laughs> had your quiet time today. And you can tell because I'm just a little off. If you get up that early to go to the gym, you take that same energy, sis, and you find time for God. You you make time for what's important to you. You are we're malnourished. We are malnourished and we will fall for anything because you're hungry. The devil knows that he's already defeated. So that's thing two. He knows he's already already defeated because he knows the word. Verse 13 is clearly referring to the defeat or trampling of a serpent and a lion, both of which have been used to describe the devil in the garden in Genesis 3 and in 1 Peter 5, 8, where the Bible tells us that the devil walks around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. He very conveniently left that part out. He was like, I'm going to say verses 11 and 12, but I ain't saying 13. You knew, he knows what's coming to him. Like, the entire, like, it just, uh, it's like the entire message um, was lost because he took bits and pieces that worked for him. Like, oh, you should go stand in traffic because in Psalms 91. No, come on now. And you know that. Or you should know that being a believer, they're like, no, I don't tempt God like that, bro. God can do anything, but I'm not going to make him put his power on display by not being wise. And the devil will sit here and other people too, people will sit here and they will cut up God's word, take the bits and pieces that they want that are comfortable for them and, and use it for their own purposes. There are just way too many people out here performing autopsies on God's word, which is so inappropriate because it is perfect and, and it's alive. You would never do an autopsy on a living human being. So why are you cutting apart God's word? It's alive. He said what he said, you take all of it. Using that spirit of manipulation to get what you want using all of that witchcraft let's call it what it is 
you manipulating your emotions and scripture and this and that to get what you want is witchcraft. Flat out, that's what it is. Isn't read your Bible. Do not, do not cut apart God's word. There's no need to autopsy it. He said what he said. It is alive. It is perfect. It is the end. It's the it's the beginning and the end. There's no contesting it. And the devil knows that. He knows that he's defeated. That's why he's coming for you. Which leads me to my third point. That the devil knows that he cannot destroy or kill you. So his strategy is to distract you, to leave you dismayed, and to disarm you. This is why it seems like things get harder like once you like you're like okay, I'm going to live for Jesus and then you see it feels like everything is falling apart. This happens because before you weren't a threat. Like before you were busy, you know, chasing whatever, you know, whatever you were doing, little boy, like you were not a threat. But once you make that decision and you enlist into God's army, once you get enlisted, oh, baby, now you're in direct opposition. Now he got to deal with you because you become a soldier. Now you you got you have orders out for you. Before, you were over there in La La Land, so he didn't have to worry about you. But now, once you make that decision, yes, life gets harder. Yes, things are going to happen. The Bible tells us that you know this race it's not a sprint it's a marathon you have to finish the you have to stay the course and finish the race so things get harder because now oh he's afraid he knows that you are out to get him now he know you're in war before he didn't have to worry about you you were still in war but he just was going upside your head but once you enlist he like oh hold on she didn't pick up her gun hold, well, hold on the sword of the spirit the shield oh no <laughs> oh no we got to deal with this and it's very easy especially for my new believers in the beginning in the beginning it is so easy for you to be like oh no things were easier when I was doing what I want to do and so you turn away boo sis don't do that don't do that it is very easy very easy to kill a baby right so when you're a baby Christian it is very easy to kill a baby that's why it gets harder as soon as you as soon as you make the decision when they were coming out looking for Jesus, they were killing all kids under the age of two. It is easy because a child is defenseless. A baby is defenseless. Get yourself around people who are able to cover you and help you. It's rough though, but it's worth it. But that's why that happens. He cannot destroy you. He can't. And when you are unaware of your identity and the power that resides in you through the Holy Spirit, you are vulnerable. You are here naked. Jesus very quickly reminded the devil of the word. He was like, nah, the Bible tells us not to tempt your Lord, your God. And that's in Deuteronomy 6. So even like with the story of Job, 
you see that the devil was given permission to do to to test Job but not to kill him and that speaks so many volumes too like we give the devil too much credit he still had to check with God God was like don't kill him you can't like don't kill him you can do whatever you want to this this and this do not kill him Jesus was led if when you relook for led into the wilderness by the Holy Spirit to be tempted God does not tempt us but the temptation is an opportunity for our growth to reveal things in us and for God to get the glory so God does not tempt us that is not of his character the devil does tempt us but anything he does he had like he has to check he cannot kill us however <laughs> the devil will lie to you in your own voice and will have you out here self-destructing so even though he can't personally do it he will out here lie and and talk to you in your own voice you think it's you this is why it is so critical and it is so important for you to spend time at the feet of Jesus like for yourself man you have to know who is in your ear reality TV sad love songs social media none of that will restore you if you are battling depression if you are battling anxiety when you are at war none of that is going to help you you have to turn off the voices unplug and you need to sit at the feet of the father and get into therapy you you have to this is a time right now where we're dealing with depression and anxiety and jobs are lost i'm gonna speak it right here i bind the spirit of suicide in the name of jesus in the name of jesus you will live and you will not die. You are more than a conqueror through Christ. You will not self-destruct. We need you. Like we need you here in this season. God has a plan that he's trying to fulfill. There are lives and an assignment attached to you. And no devil from hell will be able to snuff out your light. I plead the blood of Jesus over everybody attached to this, to this podcast. Anybody dealing with anxiety and depression and suicide, I send the thoughts of suicide back to the pits of hell in the name of Jesus, that you guys are covered by the blood of Jesus, that you will get up and put on your whole armor of God every day and protect yourself because the devil will not and cannot kill you, but he can definitely talk you into doing it. And if you are not girded with, with the belt of truth, if you do not have your shield of faith, if you do not have your sword of the spirit, you are out here, naked, vulnerable. We cannot continue to be this way. It's, it's just, we cannot, we cannot. This time is too, too critical. It's too critical. This week, I want to challenge you guys just to unplug and to remove any extra voices 
spend time in your Bible, ask God to give you revelation, sermons and Bible studies and all of those things. Those are great. I am not saying they are bad, but there is something that God wants to speak to you personally. If you've never done it, I like to turn on worship music, um, whether it be instrumental worship music on YouTube. I'll drop a link in the show notes um, of the guy that I follow that does um, that does instrumental worship music. Or if you're looking, you don't know where to start. We also have a Hearts Over Habits um, playlist on Spotify. I'll drop the link in the show notes for that as well. But worship, start even in worship, even if you don't know what to pray, just get in there Find you a quiet space in your prayer closet, in a closet, in a room. It can be a corner in a room. God will honor that. He will meet you where you are. And then if you're looking, you're like, okay, look, I don't know how to read the Bible. I love the New Living Translation um, as well as the Message Bible. Like I when I study, it is across different translations. Um, I also will have the um, New King James or the King James like pulled up on the computer just because the King James is one of like the purest translations. And so there may be different words um, that I look up because I want to really understand and know what that means. And so again, I'm studying. I have three and four different translations of the Bible. But if you don't know where to start, the New Living Translation is great, and so is the Message Bible. The Message Bible got that got that juice. It it comes for your throat. It is as plain as plain can be. The Message Bible is a great place to start. If you're struggling with anxiety, you can go to the back of your Bible. Um, there it's called the Concordance, and you can look up scriptures for anxiety and read those like read read those write those down have your scriptures that you you know you speak to yourself and over yourself forget these affirmations oh i'm cute oh i'm pretty no 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 cover yourself in god's word cover yourself in god's word i'm more than a conqueror through jesus christ that's in the word I'm the head and not the tail, above and not beneath. That's the word. You can still speak great things over your life, but now it's different because it has power because it's not just some worldly affirmation. It's God's word. It's what he said about you. Remind yourself of your own identity. So I really suggest, you know, doing word study. I also like to, um, when I study people in the Bible. So, you know, if you want to be a, um, you know, a great leader, you know, you study leaders that were in the Bible. If you want to know more about being a prophet, study Jeremiah. Me and my husband watched a movie about him and I'm going to get into studying about Jeremiah, not necessarily because I, you know, I feel like, oh, I'm a prophet, but I just want to know, like, he was really working for God and he got his head busted. They were sending him to jail and beating him and all kinds of stuff. So it just is a good way to see how God works. And then what can I pick up? What characteristics did Jeremiah have that I need to have? Jeremiah was bold and said whatever God told him to say. He tried to run from it at first. But by the end, he was like, I'll say whatever. Because he knew who he was backed by. And I need that. So I was like, I need to study him. That's on the list. So you can study people in the Bible. You can look for guidance in areas that you're dealing with. And then I personally, I love to read the letters that Paul wrote to the churches of um, Ephesus. So Ephesians um, to the church in Corinth, so Corinthians, and then uh, the church in Rome. So the book of Romans. Paul just really lays out like, y'all have questions, I got answers. 
okay? And it tells you what to do about being a wife, um, how to settle this, how to settle that. So it provides very practical application. And I just challenge y'all to 30 minutes a day this week. Like, it will change your life. Like, you need to get comfortable reading scriptures for yourself. The enemy would love to pick apart the word, to condemn you, to make you feel like, nah, man. And then, too, it helps you, like, when you go to church and you want to, like, you don't know if, you know, you're being led by somebody. Like, if you know the word for yourself, God will tell you, like, you know that's not what my word is saying. The scriptures that my pastor preaches, I read them and study it for myself. And he encourages it. You need to, you got to get in position like that. So, you know, if you know the character of God, then you understand his heart towards you and you will not fall victim to the schemes of the devil. Like flat out. So that is our challenge for this week. I know I went in and I love y'all, so I'll do it. Okay. Make sure y'all get y'all tickets for a movie night. We are going to be watching War Room. Y'all want to see this. The link is in the show notes. We're going to be having some laughs. We're going to learn. We're going to, you know, have fellowship in the Lord. And we're going to have some giveaways. So I'm excited. I'll be giving away a couple of um, gift cards as well as um, sending out a couple of copies of my journal so I want to send personalized um like sign personalized journals out to a couple people that attend um through our raffles so I love y'all I pray that y'all stay safe that you continue to walk in everything that God has called you to be and I will see you guys next week Thank you for joining us for another episode of God, Goals, and Girl Talk. Email your questions to godgoalsandgirltalk at gmail.com to have them answered on the show or have a topic you'd like to hear discussed. Looking for a community of women who love God and live for the kingdom? Join our community, Hearts Over Habits, on Facebook. Like us on Instagram and check out our monthly God, Goals, and Girl Talk online events on Eventbrite. Remember, above all else, guard your heart. We'll see you next week. These days, work is in trouble. We've outsourced most of our manufacturing to other countries. And with that, we sent away good jobs and our capability to make things. American Giant is a clothing company that's pushing back against this tide. They make all kinds of high-quality clothing and activewear, like sweatshirts, jeans, dresses, jackets, and so much more, right here in the USA. So when you buy American Giant, you create jobs in towns and cities across the country. And jobs bring pride. Purpose. They stitch people together. If all that sounds good to you, visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order when you use code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com with promo code STAPLE20. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.